here to help. Yeah. If you want. Thank you. Well, song to you, a song of praise and honor for all the things you helped us through. You gave a life worth living, a life in love with you. Just love giving all my praises back to you. We come, we come into your presence to sing a song to you, a song of praise and honor for all the things you helped us through. You gave a life worth living, a life in love with you. Now I just love giving all my praises back to you. Oh, let's just praise him in freedom, in worship. Just speak what's on your heart. Praise him this morning. Hallelujah. Praise him. We praise you, Lord. We just offer a sacrifice of praise unto you this morning. You, God, are so awesome in our presence today we want your presence with us lord we want your ministry among us we praise and thank you we can't thank you enough but we do praise and thank you lord we stand in your presence you are an awesome god you are an awesome god you are an awesome god and we do praise you we do praise you lord we do praise you, Lord. If you have a prayer language, just praise him in that. If not, just keep saying thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. with us. 
from the bottom of our hearts, we praise and we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song of delicious.
you, God. Thank you, God. We are your child. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God.
you for that together today. 
Father, as we draw together as a family today, we declare your goodness over every part of our lives. Yes, Lord, your goodness. We declare your goodness over our health, over our finances, over our homes, over our families, Lord. We just declare your goodness. We declare your goodness, and we speak it over everything that affects our lives, over our employment, over our jobs, over everything to do with our lives. Oh, yes, Lord, we declare your goodness. You are good. You are faithful. You are amazing, Lord. So amazing, Lord. Faithful one, so unchanging. Yes, Lord. Ageless one, you're my. that we are prisoners of hope. That's wonderful. Hope turns into faith and faith into action. We are prisoners of hope. And you are a faithful one. Faithful one, so
Oh, thank you, Lord. We can have our hope in you. Sing your praises for 
Thank you, Lord. We just worship your holy name. We worship your name and we praise you, Lord. You are amazingly awesome. So far beyond our comprehension, your size, your wisdom, your creativity. Oh, God, and your mercies are new every day to us. Every day, your mercies are new to us. Oh, we praise and worship you. Father, we worship you for where we've been and for where we're going in the next year. We worship you for being right beside us, for being with us, for being around us, for ordering our world around us, Lord. We praise and worship you. We praise and worship you. We give you thanks. We give you thanks, Lord. For you. Hallelujah. Can we just just stay in this moment here for a minute or two? And just trust the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Believe the Lord wants to speak to each of our hearts right now. We want to hear from you, Lord. Oh, your presence, Lord, is fullness of joy.
Father, we thank you. We thank you that as a family we can come together here today. That we can give you our respect. That we can praise you. That we can honor you. That we can empty ourselves before you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for reaching out and touching each one of us, Lord, today. Thank you for your spirit that dwells within us. Thank you for the gift of grace, the gift of your love, the gift of your acceptance, of your nurturing, of your care, of your provision, of your blessing for your children. And we say, Abba, Father, we thank you. We thank you that you dwell with us today, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You've never forsaken us. Yes, You've Lord. never departed from us. Yes, Lord. You've been faithful and true. Yes, God. You're a good God. You're a good God. Yes, Lord. You are Lord of all. Thank you for being Lord of our lives. Thank you for your care, your concern, your guidance, and your direction, Lord. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. We have so much to be thankful for, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank, thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord. Thank you for healing. Thank you for deliverance. Yes, Lord. Thank you for provision. Who is like unto you, Lord? None. None is like unto you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somebody say amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, music ministry. You know, just before we get up and, and uh, love on each other and hug each other, um, I just want to say I'm so thankful for what God is doing in our lives. I am so thankful. You know, I just, uh, I've been experiencing a couple of phenomenas here uh, several times. I just, uh, it happened to me again here today. I just could hear choirs of angels, and it just pulled me into that place. And uh, while I was hearing these heavenly voices and these choirs of angels, I heard your voices too. And I realized you're part of that choir, that we're all part of that choir. And the angels sing with us. They lift us up. They draw us in. And they draw us into his spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. <sighs> Ooh, it feels good. <laughs> so, uh, Happy New Year. And uh, could you all stand and give each other a hug and welcome the brothers and sisters, your extended family and don't all flock around the baby at the same time. <laughs> Welcome those who are visitors and who come in from Bible college, from bridal college, 
Hallelujah. If we can uh, wander back to your seats as you get a chance. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You know, uh, we're going to have a little bit of a different setup today because uh, I know people want to get off and get out to uh, dinners for New Year's, their plans with family and stuff. So instead of a long message, so I'm only going to have a short message, maybe 15 minutes or so. We're going to have a time of prayer. We're going to have communion. Was that somebody applauding there? Oh, <laughs> oh it was Nellie, eh? Because <laughs> I know people need to get going. But uh, I want to start off with something here. And I have a couple of announcements here. But uh, in devotions this morning, I was reading this, and I thought this would be a good time to share this. It says, uh, it's about, it's called uh, Thanks Living. It says, uh, and it's based out of Psalm 23, where surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, as uh, David had prayed and, and, and sang. So wanting to mature in her spiritual life and become more thankful, Sue started what she called a Thanks Living Jar. Each evening she wrote on a small piece of paper one thing she thanked God for and dropped it in the jar. Some days she had many praises, other difficult days she struggled to find one. I don't think anybody's experienced that. At the end of the year she emptied her jar and read through all of the notes. She found herself thanking God again for everything he had done. He had given simple things like a beautiful sunset or a cool evening for a walk in the park And at other times, he had provided grace to handle a difficult situation, or he had even answered prayer. Sue's discovery reminded me of what the psalmist David said uh, he, he experienced in Psalm 23. God refreshed him with green pastures and quiet waters in verse 2 and 3. He gave him guidance, protection, and comfort in verses 3 and 4. David concluded, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, in verse 6. I'm going to make a thanks-living jar this year. Maybe you'd like to do that as well. I think we'll see we have many reasons to thank God, including his gifts of friends and family and his provisions for our physical, spiritual, and emotional needs. We'll see that the goodness and love of our God follows us all the days of our lives. Psalm 23 is a familiar favorite Of many people. Modern believers are unlikely to connect shepherds with sovereigns. Yet in the Bible world, people did think of kings as shepherds. I don't know if you ever realized that. After all, what does a shepherd do? He cares, controls, governs, protects, and so on. Isn't that what any good king would do? In other words, the job profile for kings and shepherds is not all that different. God's giving is the trigger for our responsive thanksgiving. And thanksgiving can be packaged as thanksgiving. Why not take an inventory of the way God has provided for you this week, this past month, this past year? And how might, or how might your thanksgiving giving practically manifest itself in thanksgiving? We have so much to be thankful for you know, I was thinking about that as I was praying on the way into church today. And uh, it's like the Lord just spoke so many things. One of the things he said was, uh, 
You know, the God cares about everything. Remember, we, we keep saying God is the Lord of all, of everything, and he cares about everything. And I want to start off by thanking everybody in this church for, this minist for their ministry in this church, whether it's in an intercessory prayer, whether it's in the sound booth, whether it's the, the ushers or, or setting up the communion emblems, whether it's music ministry, whether it's fishes and, uh, loaves and fishes. Have I missed anything, dear? If I've missed anybody, tell me. Accounting, amen? All of it. There's so much. There's a lot that goes on in so many different ways in prayer. And uh, we thank God for our family, and we thank God for the provision that he's made through our family in all of these areas. Amen? Is he a God of healing, Diane? Amen. Is that 100% now or what? 95%. Well, our God is 100% God, and so the rest of it's coming. Amen. We declare that in Jesus' name. We declare that 100% healing in Jesus' name. I'm thankful for how God has ministered to me this last week. Um, I've kind of been on a roller coaster for the last seven days. My mom uh, ended up in the hospital about seven days ago. She's 95 years old. Uh, she was diagnosed with uh, pneumonia. Her heart was irregular. Her kidneys were barely functioning. And I started to pray, and I thought I was going to be hopping on a plane. And uh, I felt a little constrained, and my sister talked to me and said, no, maybe now's not the time. And uh, they thought she was going to be, on, be going on with the Lord. But uh, she didn't. And it was up and down. I was calling several times each day. And she would have good times and bad times. And the cardiologists and the microbiologists and all the ologists that were there and saw her said, you know, it doesn't look very good. The prognosis is not very good. Your mom is on the borderline of all these things. She's probably going to pass away. And uh, I had started to pray for life for my mom, and then I got caught. The Holy Spirit checked me. And I thought, you know, I changed my prayer. And my prayer was, Lord, you've given my mom a long life. You've blessed her. If this is her time, Lord, then so be your will. And I started to pray for blessing for my mom, but for my brothers and sisters and family who were with her 24-7. The doctor said, your mom has a 1 in 10 chance of surviving with her age and all the complications. They sent my mom home yesterday. And she's with us in 2017. Isn't he a good God? I, know, I mean, I know my mom is going to be going on with the Lord. You know, she's, but he gave us that time through the holidays just to have that, and I, I'm thankful for that. And he's a blessed, a blessed God, and he loves my mom. And I'm thankful for, for prayers and for what God does. He's a good God, and he's Lord of all, of everything. Um. I'm going to take the offering, but before I do, um, I just want to remind you this is the last opportunity to bless, to bless Pastor Dennis and Allah and the church in Tarasha. We usually do this every Christmas. Is that my computer talking to me? I don't know what that means. If you like, I can search the web for I'm going to take the offering, but before I do. Anyways, so 
Um, I was on Facebook yesterday, and I was sending uh, uh, the youth pastor, Paul, uh, Happy New Year, because he had sent us a, a picture, and he wished our church uh, a blessed and happy New Year. And I want to tell you something. I'm very thankful for that ministry over there. We're connected with them. God has moved through them. God has done a lot of powerful things in that area of the world. And if you've been over there, you'd understand what I'm saying. And uh, they have really put it on the line. And I mean really, literally put it on the line. They have gone out to the eastern borders where the Russians have infiltrated, where there's war still going on. We don't hear about it so much in the paper. But there's still battles going on. Things are happening. And they're not afraid to, uh, to uh, proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and to go out to the masses. And so they put it all on the line. And uh, we pray for them. I hope that you pray for them. And uh, we need to remember all of our missionaries that are over in Sri Lanka or Bangladesh or wherever it may be, uh, Italy, all over the place. So I'm just going to pray for that right now. Maybe you just want to join me in Father, we thank you for our brothers and sisters, for our laborers, for the kingdom of God who are over in those places, Lord, that are ministering your word, your love, your acceptance, and that you're moving through them, Lord, in healing and deliverance and lives being saved and brought to the kingdom. There's a harvest that you are reaping over there, Lord, because they are faithful servants. And we thank you, Lord, for the limited part that we have in the financial support that we give them in the prayers that we give them, in the encouragement that we give them, Lord, so that we work together as the body of Christ to manifest your love and to proclaim your truth of who you are because you freely gave it to us, Lord, and so we freely give it to them. We pass on the good news of who you are through our brothers and sisters, those laborers in the fields. Thank you, Lord, for uh, our ability to partner with them, for the blessing that we can be to them in all of those areas, Lord. And, Father, we do it for your glory as an offering to you, as, a, as a, a worship to you, Lord. And, Lord, we say that we are committed to do that because we know that's your will and that you're doing the good work. And the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit are being manifest in lives over there in Europe and the other parts of Asia and the world, Lord, because of the, the faithful stewards who've put themselves out there and said, Lord, use me. Here am I. I am your servant. Help us to be those servants. Right here, Lord, in Vegreville, we can be those servants in whatever way, whether it's prayer or financial or encouragement, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name and bless them. So if you have a gift uh, for Pastor Dennis specifically, just put on the envelope, Pastor Dennis. They're going to take it in the office, and what's going to happen is I'm going to go over to Western Union. We're going to get a, the money uh, telexed over them. Actually, uh, Ken was doing this faithfully for years and years and years, and it's a lot of work, and he was doing that, and he did such a great job, but he just feels that he has to, uh, to maybe relinquish that at this time, and so we're going to carry on with that, and there's other aspects of it, but, uh, but if you have a blessing for Pastor Dennis and Alan and their family over there in, in Tarasha, uh, please do that. And can we have the uh, offering plates brought up, and we're going to take the offering? Katrina, would you join us here, fresh from Bible college, and you can lead us in the prayer for the, uh, come on, yes, what did they teach you, step out in boldness, come, come sister, come on, you can do it, I'll help you, I'll... you just read, we'll join you.
receive today's offering, we are believing you for heaven open, earth invaded, storehouses unlocked, and miracles created, dreams and visions, angelic visitations, declaration, impartation, and divine manifestations, anointings, giftings, and calls, and set free, carrying kingdom revival. Thank you, Father, that as I join my value system to yours, to you will shower favor, blessing, and increase upon me, so I have more than enough to co-labor with heaven, to see Jesus get his full reward. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Katrina. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to run through a couple announcements before we get into this here. And... Uh, Next weekend, as you saw on the board, Pastor Stephen and his wife, Christiane, are coming for the weekend. He's going to be bringing the message. And uh, I just want to clarify some things. Um, on the Sunday after he brings the message, we're going to have uh, um, a pot blessing over there. And I think the theme of it is uh, Ukrainian, but whatever. Oh, well, come on up here, Penny, if you have an announcement. I was going to ask you have something to say about that. Yeah, I think we have to separate it out, right, Elaine? Or Mama? Yeah, we have to separate it out. Yeah, and they'll receive that before Ukrainian Christmas, Christmas next week. Okay, so we have organized this potluck lunch, and I used to go, okay, so from A to L, bring, and M to Z, and I noticed the last potluck, it kind of backfired on me, so, um, and then Ed had this crazy idea of doing <laughs> a Ukrainian meal, so I've just been kind of talking to some people, now some of us don't make Ukrainian food, and that's okay, because I have someone signed up to make chili, but I do have some people signed up to make Ukrainian food. So um, could you just come and talk to me? I have a, a sign-up sheet here, because I just want you to bring your best dish to the potluck meal. And uh, I do have some suggestions on my board, and I have some people signed up and some not so much. So, And if I don't have your name on this board, I will be calling you this week. <laughs> so just saying. <laughs> Thanks for organizing that, Penny. Lord bless you. And uh, the reason I had that crazy idea is because it is Ukrainian Christmas next weekend, right? Yeah, I, I thought maybe that would be a, a nice thing. But like she says, anything is... What's that? Oh, yeah, plus Pastor Stephen had asked me, you know, about the culture and stuff, so I had kind of told him that. And so, whatever. Um... Anyway, so after we're going to have the, uh, he'll bring the message, we'll have the meal, 
and then there'll be a question uh, time. Now, for those that are ministry leads, there are going to be there has been an invitation sent out to them for Saturday between one and two o'clock, and that would be as an example, uh, intercessor, uh, ministry lead, or whatever, or uh, the treehouse, or so those would be for people to come who have. Uh, or Frank and Diane, if you know, you would have that as the uh, greeters and stuff. That's an opportunity for you between one and two to come in and ask your pertinent questions. And, and you don't have to stay there for a whole hour. Just ask your questions and you can go and you get the answer that you want back. It's a bit, kind of a meet and greet, but more of a question period for those. So that frees up. Is that clear? Like, uh, so Penny may be coming to see him, uh, see them on Saturday and say, what have you got planned for youth ministry, for the children's ministry, for Treehouse? What do you foresee? What's your vision on that? To get some ideas, right? And then what will happen on Sunday, uh, those people who have already asked those questions from the ministry leads won't have to ask those questions again. That will provide more time for everybody else to ask whatever generalized questions they have. Does anybody have any questions? Pretty clear? Okay. And then after that, we'll have a, a congregational vote, and uh, then we will let them know they're going to be flying back out on Monday morning. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Does anybody have any questions on that at all? Everybody happy? Okay. Does anybody have any questions about anything? Hallelujah. Jack, could you put up that first cartoon? Yeah, there's only one cartoon, but it's a double. Yeah. If you can't read the writing about wandering in the desert, the question was, why did Moses wander in the desert for 40 years? And the answer was, even then, men wouldn't ask for directions. And the other one, it says, that one wasn't manna. I have one joke. Anybody want to hear it? Okay. So the title of this joke is New Year's Day Prayer for One and All. Dear Lord, so far this year, I've done well. I haven't gossiped. I haven't lost my temper. I haven't been greedy, grumpy, nasty, selfish, or even overindulgent. I'm very thankful for that. But in a few minutes, Lord... I'm going to get out of bed, and from then on, I am probably going to need a lot of more help. Amen. Amen. So what we're going to do is, uh, Pastor's Council and a couple others said, you know, we should have a time of prayer today because of this uh, first day of the new year, and that's a good idea because prayer is always a good idea. But I just want to share something quickly. Then we're going to break up into small groups for a few minutes of prayer. And then we're going to come back and we're going to have communion. And I've just got a quick thing to share there. I went about a three-minute thing there. But, but I want to talk about uh, standing on good ground or a not-cursed ground. And I thought it probably good to go back to the Genesis, first book of the Bible. So if you've got your Bibles, that's good. If not, you could put up Genesis uh, chapter 8. And I'm just going to read a few verses. Starting 8, chapter 8, verse 1. And God remembered Noah 
and every living thing and all the animals that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind blow over the land, and the water sank down, and they abated. Also the mountains of the deep and the windows of the heavens were closed. The gushing rain from the sky was checked. And the waters receded from the land continually. And at the end of 150 days, the water had diminished. Now don't get that confused in saying that they left the ark. Because anybody remember how long before they left the ark? It was about a year and ten days, actually. Um, and chapter, uh, verse 4, And on the seventeenth day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. And the waters continued to diminish until the tenth month. And on the first day of the tenth month, the tops of the high hills were seen. On the seventeenth day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest. Why do you think God put that in there? So that we could check our calendars? There's nothing in the scripture that is frivolous. Every single thing in there is important, and it's got a reason for being in there. So when you look at that and say, on the 17th day of the seventh month, why would that be significant? You know, I was talking to a sister on the West Coast last night, and she said, you know, she said, this is the year of 2017, and 17 is the number of Seven is the number of, did I say 17? I meant seven. Sorry. Completion. Eight is new beginnings. Seven is completion, or God, right? And she says, I don't know what it is, Ed. She says, but I have a feeling. She actually goes to Pastor Dallas's brother's church. She says, I have a feeling something significant is going to happen this year. God's going to complete something. He's going to do something. And I said, amen. He's a God that does that. So for 40 days and nights, it rained so hard that the whole world perished except for Noah and those that were with him in the ark. And how many people were in the ark? Eight. And what's eight the number of? New beginnings. Amen? At the end of the 150 days, on the 17th day of the seventh month, the ark rested on the mountains of Ararat. And in Hebrew, the word Ararat means what? Anybody know? The curse is reversed in the Hebrew. That's what that word means. Everything is important in the Word of God. The Bible doesn't put things in there for no reason. So Ararat means in Hebrew, the curse is reversed. So the waters of judgment receded, causing the ark to rest on the mountain of Ararat. On new ground where the curse was reversed. It happened on the 17th day of the seventh month, which is on the Feast of First Fruits. Brothers and sisters, that's the exact date that Jesus rose from the dead 4,000 years later. Isn't that cool? God has a plan. Who can know it? He has a plan. There's a reason for the season. There's a reason for all the things that we go through if we trust him and rest in him. And we can rest in him. Or we can struggle and squiggle and squirm and whatnot or just go, Lord, 
Say goodbye to fear. We sang about it earlier. Say goodbye to anxiety. Say hello to trust. Say hello to faith. Say a hello to belief. Say hello to grace. God has a plan. So 4,000 years later, God rose from the dead. The first fruits. The Bible is connected from cover to cover, and there's a reason for it. When Christ rose from the dead, we were raised from the dead. Read about it in Colossians 2.12. How many were rose from the dead here? Say amen and put your hand up. Those who haven't, put your hand up. We're going to pray for you right now. You've been raised from the dead. It was done for you on Calvary through Christ Jesus. Colossians 2.12. Read it when you go home. We who are in Christ, who is our true ark, we stand on resurrection ground where the curse has been what? Reversed. Where diseases, poverty, and failures have no right to operate anymore. Amen? As a believer, you are on no cursed ground. Why are you laughing, my wife? Amen. <laughs> you stand in the blessing zone where God blesses and blessings come and rain down on you. Say this. I'm not in the cursed zone. I'm in the blessing zone. And I receive God's blessings right now because of what was accomplished on Calvary through Christ Jesus. Amen. That means deliverance. That means healing. That means blessing. That means everything that is good because he's what? Lord of all. Of all. And you need to claim those blessings. And you need to grab a hold of those blessings. Say, I stand on blessed ground. I don't stand on cursed ground. I'm resurrected. I'm redeemed by the price that was paid for me on Calvary. And I want to look forward to the next year, 2017, with that thought in my mind. Amen? So we're, with that, we're going to break for about 10 minutes. And we're just going to break into little groups and we're going to pray. Could you put up that slide, please, Jack? I put up a slide here and it's got some ideas for you. And whatever else the Lord puts on your mind for healing, deliverance, and restoration, and blessing for us as individuals as well as our church body, for God's continued provision and blessing for us and Maple Street Worship Center, for unity and peace, for wisdom, discernment, and grace, for God's direction and leading, for the gifts and fruits of the Holy Spirit to be manifest in our lives and in this body, for increasing spiritual growth and maturity, for our families, our loved ones, and this community. Because God loves this community as well. Amen? He wants all to come to Him. That all would know His salvation. His amazing grace. So I don't want to make this uncomfortable. Maybe break up in groups of three. However you feel comfortable. If, uh, if you're comfortable to go with somebody and pray that you've never prayed before. Or have pray for you. Do that if you need to... Uh,
to do otherwise do that as well. And uh, we'll go for about 10 or 12 minutes here, and then we'll come back and we'll have communion. Amen? And you can look at the board. All right, go. Oh, we've got, we've got juice now. <clears throat> so at the same time we're praying, you know, and if somebody's got specific prayer requests, you know, that's, this is a good time to cover them. And, um, and be listening at the same time for what the Lord is saying. If the Lord speaks something specific to your hearts, write her down or, or make note of it, okay? Hallelujah. So if you're praying, you can just finish up and... Uh, if you're finished praying, you can listen up. <laughs> We're going to go into, uh, into communion here. I, I did say I wanted to get everybody out of here in, in uh, quick time so they can get home. I just want to read out of the Song of Solomon. How many have heard preaching out of the Song of Solomon in the last year? Nobody. I wonder why we don't preach out of the Song of Solomon. You know, here's a little factoid for you. In the Middle Ages, the most commentaries were written about what book? Song of Solomon. And the church, for some reason, sees in it a love story, a secular love story. And there is. But it's a type, it's an allegory of the church in Christ. And so when you read through it, you know, I've I got to admit, I'll confess to you, as a man, when I start first reading through it, oh, man, this is Romeo and Juliet stuff here. And it is. But it's for the church from the lover of your soul. I just want to read chapter 2, verse 10 to 13, in the Song of Solomon. It says, verse 10, My beloved speaks and says to me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. For behold, a winter is past, the rain is over and gone. The flowers appear on the earth, the time of the singing of the birds has come, and the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land. The fig tree puts forth and ripens her green figs, and the vines are in blossom and give forth their fragrance. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. What a beautiful passage. It's a passage which is an allegory between Christ and the church. And he's calling to us. It's a celebration. It's a celebration of the love between Christ and his church. It's a love that is, in fact, stronger than death. And it's sealed by the resurrection. Did you hear that statement? Isn't that a wonderful thing? It's a love that's stronger than death, as proved by Jesus Christ. It's sealed by the resurrection. One of the dominant biblical metaphors for this relationship between Christ and the church is that of marriage. He wants us to be the bride and not the guest. Who wants to be the bride? I do. I want to be the bride. And see the guys putting their hands up. I've had that experience in a measure, a small measure. It sounds funny, but throughout the scriptures, from cover to cover, God wants us to be the bride. 
That's his goal. He wants to bless us. He wants to purify us. He wants to cleanse us. He wants to cause us to come into that place with him so we can be spotless without wrinkle. And we come in with that wedding gown. He says, come forth, my lovely bride. And God makes provision for it. There's nobody here. Pay attention to this. There's nobody here that can't be the bride. Don't let the devil lie to you. God's made provision for every single one of us to be his bride, Katrina. I know that you're looking forward to being a bride, but you're going to get married twice. <laughs> once to your husband-to-be and once to your God who loves you, Christ. He wants you to be his bride. He's calling you. He says, come away, my turtle dove. That's what he's saying to this church in this time and season. We're coming into a new season, into a new year. And he wants to make provision. And we're going to go to communion with that thought. And uh, could I just have you come up and take the emblems rather than the ushers pass them out? Just come up and partake of the emblems and go back to your pews or chairs and uh, then we'll take, take communion together. And I think it's fitting that we do that on the first day of this year in remembrance of him in blessed remembrance of him. Come on up when you're comfortable. And then if you're sitting there waiting to come up or if you're sitting back down after you've come up, take that moment in time. And could you play the song, the very first song? Because the Lord spoke to me when you played that very first song and said, that's the music I want for communion. Oh. Isn't that cool? Yes, it's I can't cool. remember the words, but I know it's the song. Hallelujah. The Father of creation. Father of creation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that as we uh, come up and we take a hold of the emblems, Lord, and we think about who you are, what you've done for us, the price you paid, the fact that we're now on sacred ground, not cursed ground, We've been redeemed and purchased, O oh God. We're free. We're under the window of blessing, not of cursing. We're under the window of healing. We're under the healing of provision, the window of provision and blessing and healing and deliverance from all of those things that the world would throw at us. We're on a journey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Maybe just put those words up there, Johnny, for that first song. And we'll sing it through once, once you got the words up there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Lord, you've made provision for us. First one, Father of creation, Johnny. First one, Johnny. Johnny on the spot there. We oh. come into your presence to sing a song to you. Let's stand up and sing this, please. A song of praise and honor for all the things you helped us through. You gave a life worth living, a life in love with you.
Hallelujah. Yes, Father, we give all the praises back to you, Lord. And Father, as we stand here and as we sang that song, Lord, we come into remembrance of all the things that you've done. We look to your word, Lord, in the song of Solomon, how you call your bride forth. The price that you paid, Lord, that we could come before you and partake in loving remembrance, to be strengthened and reminded of the blessing that we are under, of the covenant that we have with you. It was purchased for us on Calvary once and for all, and it's finished. And all the blessings that come with that. And so, Father, we do this in remembrance, in the remembrance of thanksgiving and thanking you, Father. And in verse 19 of Luke 22, it says, And then he took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So we do that in remembrance of you, Father. We partake of this emblem partake of your body. We thank you, Lord. You shall partake. And in like manner, he took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the New Testament or covenant ratified in my blood which is shed or poured out for you and Lord we know that you did you took that sin upon the cross for all of us Lord you took the abuse you took the scourging and your blood was poured out for us oh God but not in vain 
for a purpose, Lord, because everything you do has a purpose, and it's a blessed purpose. And we thank you for the remembrance of what you have done for us, Lord, on Calvary. And we partake of this emblem, represents your shed blood in remembrance of you with fond affection, Lord, thanking you for what you have done. Amen. Partake of this blood. Hallelujah. We're going to close the services here. If anybody has any other needs, they can stay back and we'll be glad to pray with them. And uh, I just want to ask you, as you go this next week, think about God. I know that sounds funny, but think about God. Just open your mind and say, Lord, who are you? Reveal yourself to me. Who am I in you? What do you want to do? What do you have in plan for me? What's in store? What's my destiny? Destiny. Ask him these questions. He wants you to talk to him. He wants to hear your heart. He wants to feel you. He wants to know that you're in communion and covenant with him. Amen? So before I close, I see Lincoln... earlier when uh, when I think it might have been the second song that Sandy was singing about fear uh, fear coming down and I just felt the Lord saying that this is the year that, that those mountains of fear are going to be coming down in, in my life personally and, and in uh, corporately in our lives that fear can't reside and, uh, and then a little bit later actually Sandy spoke forth that, uh, that same thing favor and, and blessing um, for uh, and I just felt the Lord saying that we're to declare His favor and level paths for us as individuals in our relationship with the Lord, uh, for our relationships as husbands and wives, for our relationships in family and, and our church relationships. And, and Lord, we just declare those uh, level paths and we declare blessing in each of these relationships, in each of these areas of relationship. And even for our uh, inter-church relationship, we just declare level paths and we declare your blessing. Father, we just call forth your kingdom into our lives and into our lives individually, into our relationships as husband and wife, into our relationships with father and mother and children and grandchildren and our relationships as brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes. We just call forth your, uh, your kingdom life in the name of Jesus. Yes, God. And we thank you for your favor. Yes, God. In Jesus' name. Yes, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. And Father, we just thank you for, for this body of believers. We thank you for the good work you've done yes, in each God. one of us. Yes, God. And we just thank you for that blessing. And we thank you for your faithfulness. Yes, Lord. And we just bless each one of us and you um, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your favor. Thank you for your call on our lives. Yes, God. And we just proclaim that this is your year. Yes, Lord. This is your year for victory in Christ. And for your year of breakthrough in the name of Jesus. 
and we just bless you in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> and we just bless this new family also, um, Alan and Loreen and Remy. And we just thank you for your favor over this, this new life that you've created. And we just bless them as family, amen, and amen. we bless every family in this congregation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We are dismissed. If there's somebody that wants to, or you are dismissed, and if, you, um, if you've got something you want prayer for, you, uh, you are welcome to come up, and uh, we will remain and pray.